What's up, guys? Welcome to the 20th episode of the EW Podcast. I'm here today by myself for one of the first times. Um, usually do with Ben, but I did commit to doing one podcast per week. Um, we'll see if I actually follow up on that. But at least for this week, we are going to be doing a college fo- uh, sorry, college basketball kind of like overview. I don't know, like look to the weekend of games talk about so far this week, games tonight, um, yeah, so, this has been an interesting college basketball season, um, not notorious powerhouses necessarily at the top, um, huge win streaks, three of them ended this weekend with Baylor losing to Kansas, Gonzaga losing on the road to BYU, and San Diego State losing in stunning fashion to a not good UNLV team, um, but we are going to be doing, I'm not sure exactly, but I am going to look at basically, um, like basically what, what college basketball is looking at. Like, so we're going to start with games this weekend. Um, so no games really today and Friday. There's a few notable games, I guess. With Wisconsin going to Michigan, I'm only really calling that notable because I'm a Wisconsin fan. Um, Otherwise, not much else. Gonzaga tries to bounce back from the loss to BYU against San Diego. I don't think they're going to have too tough a time. San Diego's pretty terrible. Um, Friday, the only game between ranked teams is Dayton and Davidson. I trust Dayton in that game. Um, Now for good games over the weekend. Um... One good game, Penn State, ranked number 16, goes to number 18, ranked Iowa. This is a good game featuring the, mm, I'd call him the second best player in the nation, Luke Garza for Iowa, and then Penn State's best player in a while, one of their best players of all time, probably, assuming he stays healthy for the rest of the season, will be their all-time leading scorer, Lamar Stevens. Awesome. Um, This is a good game, I think. Iowa is going to win this. Um, yeah, they're at home. I feel like these teams are very even. Before, I probably would have went with Penn State, but then they lost to Illinois and Indiana um, last week. They are solid. Iowa's solid. They're both probably locked for the NCAA tournament. Um, Baylor goes to TCU. Not notable, but I guess because TC is okay and Baylor's great, I don't know. I guess that's kind of worth talking about. Um, at 3.45 on CBS, um, Auburn and Kentucky are playing. It's a good, good, good game. Auburn beat Kentucky a few weeks ago. Um, Kentucky will try to redeem itself. Um, Seton Hall and Marquette are playing 2.30 on Fox. Marcus Howard last night passed Steph Curry as 30th on the all-time college basketball scoring list. Good for him. Um, It will be a very interesting matchup, I think, between um, Marcus Howard and Miles Powell. I like like Marquette. I was going to say I like Marcus Howard, but I like Marquette in this matchup. Um, Duke versus Virginia is not a great game. It's fine. Virginia is probably a tournament team. This year, they are, I think they've kind of stood out now, by now at least, as the fourth best team in the conference behind Duke, Louisville, and Florida State, who are definitely all locks. Um, I like Duke in this game. I think Virginia could catch them. I don't know. 
I don't like. I don't love Virginia this year. They're not. I mean, they're not great at offense. They're never great at offense, and their defense is good still. But they're kind of underwhelming. Obviously, that's because they won the national championship this year. But still, um, Michigan State and Maryland play in a game that rematch of a game. I think two weeks ago that was solid. Maryland won that game. I think Maryland's going to win this game too. Um, Maryland's clearly at this point the best team in the Big Ten. Michigan State probably a lock for the tournament, but not. I mean, they were preseason number one. I don't know if you weren't picking Michigan State as the best team in the country preseason, then you were not there. You were not smart. I don't know. Um, so then there's two mid-major conference games, but with awesome teams. San Diego State plays Nevada. Nevada obviously has had very good seasons. Um, in the past, Nevada's not that great, but yeah, I mean, like, they won't get an at-large bid. And then St. Mary's versus Gonzaga. We obviously saw Gonzaga absolutely destroy St. Mary's a few weekends ago, 95-65, to 65, I think. Um, St. Mary's is... Not probably, but I think definitely could get an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament along with BYU, and Gonzaga's a lock, but this is that's a good game. I think St. Mary's can actually keep it close this time with Gonzaga, even on the road. So that's basically the recap for games on Saturday. Then on Sunday, um, we have Creighton at St. John's. St. John's is not particularly good, so yeah, Creighton should have that one. Um, Houston-Cincinnati... Two potential teams that could get at-large bids. Now, you know what? I think Houston is probably set for an at-large bid if they're not to win the conference tournament. And Cincinnati, probably not as much. This could be a big win for Cincinnati. I know Houston has not looked good. Or not looked great. As of lately, they obviously lost to a eh, Memphis team last Saturday. And then probably the game of... Or definitely the game of Sunday. We see... Number 19, Michigan, go at number 23, Ohio State. This is a good game. Uh, two teams who obviously were awesome at the beginning of the season, non-conference play, kind of fell off a cliff. Michigan isn't a great example because Michigan started so hot, obviously. The Battle of Atlantis, they're in like four. Then they kind of declined before conference play, where Ohio State was kind of the number one ranked team until they lost to Minnesota. Um... But still, Ohio State, I like Ohio State in this game. Um, so, yeah, that's basically the game recap for games. Um, or not recap, preview for games this weekend. Um, we'll do a slight recap of previous games this week. Um, so, yesterday, not great games, but Maryland Kate rallied, beat Minnesota. Um, they were down, like, double digits for a lot of that game. Penn State let beat Rutgers on, like, a buzzer beater-ish around. Um, Rutgers really rallied. They were down a lot in that game. Uh, night before, Michigan State kind of handled Iowa. Oklahoma beat Texas Tech. San Diego State played a kind of close game against Colorado State that they left, left, lost. Sorry, we're losing at halftime. They rallied, though, to win by six. And then the game of the night, Duke and Wake Forest. This is a game that was not that close. 
Wake Forest rallied back to tie it at 79. They w then went to double overtime, and Wake Forest kind of handled them in double overtime. But Wake Forest won 113 to 101. Crazy. Um, yeah. Wake Forest. They're not good, but that's a big win. And then Monday, probably the biggest game of the week so far, or period, Florida State, or Louisville went to Florida State. Florida State trailed early and kind of rallied back, outscored them by 23 in the second half and won 82 to 67. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it for the college basketball, or, like, recap slash preview. Um, now we're going to do a thing that I think is pretty cool that I know, like, ESPN, CBS Sports does. It's We're going to call it the bubble watch. Well, that's what they call it. So I'm basically going to go through the, each team, the teams and the power six, and then I guess an overall mid-major, teams that are, like, how, as ESPN does it, is, like, locks should be in work to do. Or, like, yeah, I, I feel like I wouldn't separate it in those categories. Like, we're going to call it, yeah, we'll call it locks, probably, in, and then, um... I guess, like, yeah, I guess work to do is fine. So, this is basically, if you guys un don't understand, I'm going to go through each conference. This, a lock basically means if they were to lose the rest of their games this season, they would still be in the tournament. So, like, should be in isn't necessarily if they were to lose the rest of the games, they would be in. Same with work to do, because there's some ant teams that could be it. Um, anyway... Um, we'll start in the ACC. The locks, obviously Florida State, Louisville Duke, they have been awesome this season, probably. Florida State's definitely exceeded expectations. Um, Louisville and Duke kind of have done what they were supposed to do, probably a little bit worse. Maybe not Louisville, but definitely Duke. Um, all good teams, and... Um, should be in, I think Virginia definitely should be in. They are 20-7 and seven at this point. They have, like I said, emerged as the fourth best team definitely in this conference. Um, and then work to do. I, I think there's a few work to do teams. I would say Notre Dame's probably in that work to do category. They are 0-5 against ranked teams. They're not good, but they're okay they have yeah they don't have any good wins on the resume but they've played a bunch of good teams close i.e virginia um louisville they lost by three virginia they lost by one in overtime and they lost to florida state by one as well um yeah notre dame they if they were to win out so that would mean wins over florida state wake for wake forest Home against Florida State, home against Notre Dame. I think they could definitely get in, and then like maybe win a game or two in the conference tournament or not. A twenty-one and eleven team with a win over Florida State, I think, could get in. And then also another work to do team, NC State. Um, NC State not great, but the wins against Wisconsin, good win. They lost to Auburn, Memphis, close. They, I mean, Memphis isn't that great. That's not like. Terrible, great loss. They beat a good Virginia team on the road. 
feel like I'm overhyping Virginia. They did also lose to, like, North Carolina, Georgia Tech. They lost to Louisville. They barely lost to Florida State. They lost to North Carolina again on Tuesday. It's not looking great for them, but they still had. They beat Duke last week by 22 at home. If they can somehow win out, they beat Pitt, they go on the road and beat Duke again, and they beat Wake Forest, I think you could be seeing NC State as a tournament team, especially if they win a few games in the conference tournament. I know that's not really what the bubble watch is supposed to be because it's assuming like you were to lose out, but we're going to do if teams can be tournament. I think everybody else in the ACC is kind of done for. It's been a very, very, very disappointing year for the ACC. Um, obviously, there can be teams that emerge as threats if they like somehow like win a few games in the conference tournament and finish the season out strong but I don't really see that um obviously I guess this hasn't been so such disappointing of a year it's just like after last year like they had three number one seeds in Duke Virginia North Carolina Duke Florida State Louisville have all stood up to their hype North Carolina's obviously been very disappointing and Virginia's been disappointing but not like so disappointing everybody else has kind of done what they were supposed to do um but enough with the ACC we are going to move on to the big 12 locks Baylor Kansas um Baylor Kansas are definitely locks Obviously, they might be the two best teams in college basketball. They are ranked one and two in college basketball. Baylor beat Kansas once. Kansas beat Baylor last Saturday. Um, another lock, probably a few weeks ago, I would have definitely called West Virginia a lock, but they have lost two straight. They are 19-9. They are 7-8 and eight in conference play. I struggle to put them as a lock. I think should be in will be Texas Tech who is looking strong in West Virginia, obviously, should be in. Work to do, um, Oklahoma, work to do. I mean, I look at West Virginia, and I see wins, good, solid wins against um, a good Northern Iowa team, a good Wichita State team, a good Rhode Island team. Um, like Those are those three wins in non-conference play, plus a win at Ohio State, especially when Ohio State looked like a team to beat in college basketball kind of put West Virginia in the potential lock category also win against Texas Tech two close losses at Cam or two close losses against Kansas they've lost to Baylor once they have Baylor on the schedule at the end on the last game of the season at home we'll see if they can win that that would definitely boost their resume but they also have losses like at Kansas State and um, at TCU and at Texas, not great losses. That's why they're in the should-be-in category. And Texas Tech, solid team. After going to the national championship, they obviously had high expectations. They best win of their on their resume is obviously the win at Louisville. Most of their losses have came in pretty close fashion, um, but they're not that. They're not a lock, definitely. They. They have Baylor and Kansas um, still on the schedule. It's not looking awesome for Texas Tech, but I think they have a good enough resume to get in, even if they lose both of those games to Baylor and Kansas. Cause out, and then a win against Texas on Saturday, that would still put them at 19-12. and 12. Um, This is going to be a long podcast, guys, just so you know. Um, I'm probably going to do the bubble watch and then 
I don't know, I might talk, like, the bracketology, bracket, stuff, but that's pretty much it for the Big 12. I don't think anybody else is a real threat. Maybe Texas can make a run if they were to beat Texas Tech on Saturday, maybe Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, and then make a bit of a run in the um, in the Big 12 tournament. You never know. Now we'll move on to the Big East. Locks. I think Seton Hall has a good enough conference resume and a solid out-of-conference resume, including a win against Maryland, um, win against a not-great Iowa State team, but they have good losses also. Won to Michigan State, Oregon, another, they lost to Iowa State too, Rutgers. But they also have wins on the resume with Butler and... Um, Marquette and Nova, they have a loss to Creighton. They beat Butler twice, actually. They have a game against Marquette on Saturday, a game against Nova next Wednesday, and a game against Creighton the next next Saturday. They're to win those games. No, I mean, they're probably still the best team in the Big East, I at least think, them or Nova. I'm not, I'm not loving Creighton. They are also a lock, definitely, though, with late wins against Nova and Seton Hall and Marquette and Butler. I mean... Creighton's resume looks awesome, including a win against a solid Texas Tech team. They lost to Michigan. They got absolutely destroyed by San Diego State. But I think the resume is good enough that they are definitely for sure a lock, plus the fact that they're 22-6. and six. Now, Villanova. They might be the best team in the Big East, yet I don't know if the resume really shows that. They have good losses. They lost to Baylor. They lost to Baylor and Ohio State. In non-conference play, they beat Kansas in non-conference play. Um, they lost to Marquette, Creighton, Butler, Seton Hall. Yeah, no, they're definitely a lock. They, I think they are the best team in the Big East, followed by Seton Hall, followed by Creighton. Um, now, they should be in. I think Marquette and Butler should be in. Butler just had to have, like, a pretty good non-conference play. Like, they were so good to start the season. They started, like... 15-1 and one or something like that, and then they kind of fell off a cliff since then, um, losing nine out of their last, no, I lied, eight out of their last 13, um, or something like that, maybe eight out of their last 12, but Butler still should be in just because of their awesome non-conference play, including, like, not great wins. Like, they beat a solid Florida team. They lost to Baylor by one. Stanford, Missouri, Ole Miss, like, Minnesota, decent wins, but also a lot of wins, so. And then Marquette with the best scorer in college basketball, Mark Howard. Um, yeah, they beat Georgetown big last night. Um, yeah. They're good. They're solid. They're not awesome. They have wins against Purdue, They USC, Davidson, Kent State. No, not great. They've lost to Wisconsin, Maryland um, in non-conference play, but they still probably should be in. And then work to do. I'm, I'm going to put two teams in that category. That could be three if Georgetown hasn't been so terrible in conference play, <laughs> but they've been terrible. So third worst in the Big East in conference play. So I'll put Xavier in work in work to do and Providence in work to do. Um, now moving on to the Big Ten. Now this is where it gets insane. Um, okay. I, I struggle with the, this conference. Locks, Maryland, Lock. Um, 
Penn State, lock. Michigan State, lock. I, I think Iowa's a lock. Now, um, should be in. Illinois. I'm not even going to explain all these teams because there's so many of them. Wisconsin should be in. Rutgers should be in. Michigan should be in. Ohio State should be in. And I think Indiana probably should be in with an 18-9 record. Decent conference play. Um, and then work to do. Purdue. I don't know why I'm so... I'm not set on Purdue. They're 14-14. They've lost four straight. They're probably not in. They kind of need a big run in the conference tournament or maybe to win out against Indiana, Iowa, and Rutgers to get, I don't know, there might not even be, there might not even be work to do teams in the Big Ten, but Purdue does have good wins. They have wins at VCU, they have a huge win at Virginia, they beat, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not a great resume, but it's not horrible. And then the other work to do, I think Minnesota, if we're calling Purdue, Potentially, and if Minnesota is to win games against Wisconsin, Indiana, and Nebraska to finish the season, and then win a few in conference or in the conference tournament, you never know. They have losses. They have the win against Ohio State. They have a win against Oklahoma State, not a great win. They have win against Michigan. They beat Penn State. They beat Ohio State again. They beat Wisconsin. They have good wins, but they also have a lot of losses. So, and the win against Maryland last night—I think it was last night. Yeah, last night would have been very helpful. Um, that's it for the Big Ten. Nebraska and Northwestern are terrible. They're not even going to be talking about. Um, now the Pac-12. Um, so the Pac-12, the—I mean, Arizona State's currently number one in conference play in the Pac-12. But they're not, they were not great in out-of-conference play. Lots, Oregon, Colorado should be in. I think Arizona State should be in. And Arizona should be in. Work to do. UCLA, obviously great turnaround or great conference play at least. I think Stanford has work to do and USC has work to do. I consider maybe USC as a good, um, or maybe should be in, but mm, I don't know. In my bracketology that um, I made a few days ago, I had USC in not Stanford or UCLA, but you never know. And then, yeah, that's it for the Pac-12. Um, SEC. <laughs> this is not, I and mean, the SEC is always not great. But, like, there was hype this season. Auburn and Kentucky were projected to be good, as, as they have been. Uh, Florida was projected to be good. LSU was. They're all probably tournament teams. Um, so, for should be in, we'll put, or locks, Kentucky and Auburn worked, or should be in, LSU and Florida. And then work to do. Mississippi State work to do. And South Carolina work to do, and Arkansas work to do. All like not, n- no, nobody in the SEC is that special. I think Kentucky's kind of merged as the best team in the SEC, but part of me still thinks Auburn's a little bit better than them. Um, so I think that's it for the bubble. Actually, I'll do the American Athletic Conference, and then I'll do like mid-major schools. So the American Athletic Conference, I think. 
Locks, definitely nobody. Should be in Houston. And then work to do, I'll go Tulsa, Cincinnati, Wichita State, and Memphis. I don't know. I kind of think the American Athletic. Like, I think Houston could be a lock, but they keep losing not great games. So, they're, they're not a lock. Okay, and then I guess we'll do mid-major schools, but I guess American Athletic Conference kind of mid. I, I, it's easy to group them in college football as like the group of five, but there's not really that. So, like, I guess every other conference group of five, the locks, obviously, Gonzaga, San Antonio, San Antonio State, San Diego State, Dayton. Um, work to do, I think, uh, mm. St. Mary's work to do. Or not work to do. Yeah, I guess work to do. Uh, should be in. Forgot about should be in. Should be in. BYU should be in. Um, Rhode Island should be in. And I, I guess I'll give it to St. Mary. Should be in. Work to do. Um, Richmond. Liberty. Yale. Uh, those teams. Not. Yeah. VCU's obviously had a not great year. They could have been, they were projected to be like the best mid-major, I guess besides Gonzaga preseason. They have not lived up to the hype. Them are the same areas, I guess. Or Utah State, actually. Utah State has work to do. Um, so that wraps up the bubble watch. And then I'm just going to say who I have, like like how um, CBS Sports did it with the like one line, two line, three line, four line. Or not CBS Sports, um, I guess Fox, but the Bracketology guys did it, the people who make the bracket. Um, on my number one line, I like Baylor, not in any order, just as the number ones. Baylor, Kansas, San Diego State, and Gonzaga. I don't know why. I kind of still like San Diego State more than Dayton. Um, and I don't think Gonzaga's emerged obviously worse than Dayton or Dayton's emerged over Gonzaga I like San Diego State I think Dayton could slip up in a conference play but I also think San Diego State could too um I'm gonna go San Diego State on my number two line um I still like Maryland I know they um lost to Ohio State on Sunday they beat um they beat Minnesota barely yesterday, but I still like them as a two seed. Um, they are, yeah. I this isn't in order, but I like Maryland still. I think they're going to win the Big Ten tournament. I really think they're the clear best team in the Big Ten. I feel like anybody should agree with that.